This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Evening Times World Briefing for Thursday the 17th of November. The Chancellor has announced £25 billion worth of tax rises as he laid out the autumn statement this afternoon. Mr Hunt also increased the windfall tax on energy firms from 25% to 35%, which he said would raise an extra £14 billion. On business rates, the Chancellor said the government will go ahead with the revaluation of business properties from April next year. The Chancellor says today's budget announcement is one of a compassionate government, but required difficult decisions. I have tried to be fair by following two broad principles. Firstly, we ask those with more to contribute more. Asking more from those who have more means that the first difficult decision I take on tax is to reduce the threshold at which the 45p rate becomes payable from £150,000 to £125,140. Mr Hunt also announced that local authorities will be able to increase council tax by 5% without holding a referendum, with the Treasury estimating that almost all will do. The current maximum increase is 3%. And from April 2025, electric vehicles will no longer be exempt from vehicle excise duty or road tax. Simon Williams is the RSE's electric vehicle spokesman and told Times Radio it's only fair. We don't believe vehicle excise duty rates are likely to be a defining reason for people choosing an electric vehicle or not. So we don't expect this tax change to have much of an effect in terms of dampening the demand for EVs given there are so many other benefits in terms of running one. The Chancellor then promised £3.3 billion a year more for the NHS and an investment of £2.3 billion a year for schools. And he pledged the government will protect the pensions triple lock from April. But Rachel Reeves, Labour's Shadow Chancellor, said that despite these promises, people will be thinking they're not better off at the next election and said Britain's economic woes were the product of 12 years of Conservative economic failure. The Chancellor should have come here today to ask for forgiveness. At the very least, he could have offered an apology. But no, instead he says that his predecessor was correct in his analysis of the mini-budget. And Torsten Bell, the chief executive of the Resolution Foundation, told Times Radio he would have liked to have seen a better set of forecasts and more help for middle-income earners. I think we have got a serious problem about some people who are on low incomes but aren't on benefits and won't receive any of these lump sum payments. For those people looking at the next year ahead, I'm afraid, unless wholesale gas prices fall very steeply, then it's going to be really, really tough because if you're paying a £3,000 energy bill, well, for somebody on £20,000, this could easily be wiped out 20% of your disposable income. These are really, really serious, really, really serious times coming ahead of us. In other news, Ukrainian investigators say they're expecting to uncover many more burial grounds on evidence of Russian torture in the region of Kherson. The area had been occupied by Russian forces for nine months before being liberated. The Ukrainian Minister of Internal Affairs says 63 bodies have been found with signs of torture. Moscow denies its troops have targeted any civilians since its invasion in February. 
Three men have been found guilty of shooting down the Malaysia airline flight MH17 over Ukraine in 2014. All 298 passengers on board, plus the 15 crew members, died when the plane was brought down by Russian-backed separatists. The convicted men, two Russian former intelligence officers and a Ukrainian separatist leader are still fugitives, believed to be in Russia. The Royal College of Nursing has told the government it will announce strike dates for December if it doesn't open negotiations on pay within five days. The RCN is calling for a pay rise of 5% above inflation. The biggest warship in the world, which is 333 metres long and cost the US $12.8 billion to make, has moored in the Solent off Gosport. It's to allow its 4,500 crew to relax in Portsmouth. The USS Gerald R. Ford has more than 40 F-18 fighter jets on its flight deck. And migrant workers and the families of those who have died building the infrastructure for the World Cup are demanding compensation from FIFA and authorities in Qatar. It's estimated as many as 6,500 migrant workers are thought to have died since Qatar was awarded the tournament in 2010. That's the latest. There's more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. 